Your location matches perfectly with the video that plays in our countdown. <laughs> oh, really? What's up, Mike? How are you? <laughs> hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, it's like... You see the you see like the the beach and the 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 drone footage and and all and then all you hear is in your background so it matches perfectly with the sound. Where are you at, Mikey? Where are you at? I'm in uh, Miami Beach. Uh, mm. Sun is setting. It's very beautiful. This needs still a hand people clap. down at the pool, uh, as you can probably hear, and uh, there's still people in the ocean even. Really. There's some people yeah. out there swimming. It, it's, it's, yeah. it must be beautiful. What's the weather like? What's the, what's the degrees like? I mean, about 90 degrees today. Oh, it was warm. It was, it was warm, warm, right? Oh. Very warm. But other than I can, that, I can tell it's, you. It's, uh, it's great, though. That's good. Not so busy, so I'm loving mean, it. I mean, it looks like we both got tanned. Like, we both got our... Like, you you don't have a line like, like I do. We, we got the <laughs> eyes done. Yeah, like... But I was wearing a hat today, so I'm like, I'm like halfway up here. <laughs> so I got the million dollar question for you. Yeah. Did you see any whales? Actually, I did. We did. We saw two. But let me let me give you some backstory to this because it was disappointing. The whales were a little disappointing, and here I am thinking it's going to be like. Okay. Like Shamu or something. Like I seriously thought Free Willy was going to jump up in the air, <laughs> splash the boat, right? We we leave the, we leave the uh, marina and we just take a quick like 20-minute drive out into the ocean and the guy stops the boat and I'm thinking to myself, there is no way there is whales right here. And I'm just like, there's just no way. All of a sudden, he like switches the gears up and he starts going in this unique motion, unique setting on the boat speed. And all of a sudden, dolphins just start flying out of everywhere. I guess they like to chase the boat. So they just start flying everywhere under the boat. And I was shocked at how clear the water was. I could see them flying around, like underneath the water. I could see them coming. I was like, whoa, that, that is clear water. I almost jumped in. I almost jumped in. <laughs> but, but So your kids were with you? My kids were with me. They were having a blast. My son slept a little bit, almost most of the time, 50% of the time. And uh, and it was probably going to be about a two-hour journey, but we didn't see whales where the dolphins were. Normally, they said they do. He said there was one whale, but no one really saw it. It was like, he's like, it's there, it's there. I'm like, don't see it. <laughs> and they have a policy that if you don't see any whales, you get your money back. So I'm like... Well, they're staying out there until you see so, a whale. So it turned from... Uh, <laughs> Possibly one to two hour boat tour to a five and a half hour boat tour. Wow. We drove all around the island. We ended up going to the other side of the island because they have spotters. The guy, the captain's on the cell phone and they have spotters like all over the, like on the side of the island saying, oh, go east, go west. So we go all the way to the other side and we're just like waiting. We literally killed the gas and we're just like, blah, 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 just <laughs> sitting there, right? And I'm like, what is going on? So the captain comes around and he says, oh, listen, we're parked here because it takes about 30 minutes for the whales to come from down to, to the top of the water. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I, now I'm thinking, I got the worst picture in my mind. Like this is going to be a big whale and he's coming up. He's going to jump. And he's going to jump. That's what I'm thinking. So I got my camera ready. I'm like, this whale's going to jump out of the water when he comes up, right? All of a sudden, 
He turns the boat around. He's like, all right, look that way. Look that way. So we all start looking. We're all in one side of the boat looking that way. And lo and behold, there's this little, like, gray thing on top of the water blowing up air. And I'm like, is that the whale? <laughs> so he's like, that's the whale. So it was, like, it, was a, it was an adult sperm whale, which I don't know if you know the size of these things, but they're the size of a school bus. Oh okay. my gosh. Yes. Now, I'm seeing this, this you know, the, the air I come out. It, yeah. yeah. It comes out, and then I see this thing going under the water. But all I see is body, 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 body. I'm like, that is one big whale. And then finally, like 30 seconds later, the tail, you see the tail come up and go down. I'm like, guys, everybody was like, that was a big whale. That was a huge whale. And it was. It was no joke. Even when I told my buddy, he's like, you saw a sperm whale? He's like, dude, that's the size of a bus. I'm like. It's bigger than the boat, bro. It was probably bigger than the boat. boat. Yeah. I mean, if you put them side by side, it was probably bigger than the boat. Anyway, that was my. Yeah. But there was like over 500 dolphins though, Mike. Like, no joke. See, I think that's cool there. There was a bunch. Like, there was, like, a school over here and a school over there and a school over... They were just jumping up in the air. I'm like, oh, my God. I never knew they were... And they were so close to the uh, to the island, to the marina, which was really which was really cool. So, yeah, that was... I, 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 I'm good now. I'm good. I can say I checked the box, Mike. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to go out there anymore with uh, this whale washing. I would like to do a well, jet... Until April when we come. I got, we even get to see a whale now. Oh, all right, yeah. If <laughs> I, you... If you guys, yeah, <laughs> listen. If you guys, if you guys go out there and do it, I would definitely do it again. I really would. The guy, the guy was really cool. He let my kids go for free, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so it was definitely a good time. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was worth it. I, you know, crazy thing, Mike. Out of all the years I've been coming here, thirty plus years, I had never done whale watching until now. Yeah. That's like, imagine you going to Miami all the time and never swimming in the beach that's right there in yeah. front of you. <laughs> that's, what, that's what basically that's like. So anyway, that was, my, that was my experience. I do have another experience, but you know, there's too many stories here. Too many stories. <laughs> it's non-real non estate related. But uh, yeah, but in regards to real estate, I think I told you they, I got that accepted offer on that... Uh, uh, the 10 unit, the 7 unit that I'm converting yeah. to a 10. Yeah. That's still going good? Yeah. So the bank's working on the numbers now and we're moving forward. And then um, and then in regards to the assisted living project, one new update with that is we have the um, – so maybe by the time you come out here, we'll be fully, fully, uh, full-fledged, ready to go. Um, but basically – the kitchen and the laundry room is arriving at the end of September. So within 30 days, maybe 45 days, everything should be up and running and open. So, yeah. But we're still getting people in. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good stuff. So that's good news. And uh, we do have some good news. I also want to share with uh, some news of people that have been closing deals. We recently had Donald close another deal. <laughs> Another deal. Awesome. Those people are happy. Those people out there. Yeah, they're, they're yelling for Donald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Donald. Donald. <laughs> yeah, Donald uh, recently closed a deal. And then uh, Sarah got her deals closed. And she's got a few in the pipeline, though, Mike. She's got 
You know, she's like working in a kitchen. Like she's flipping deals yeah, like yeah, pancakes. She's, she is. She's starting to build a team too. Dale. Yeah. Yeah. She's building a team. She's working on her CRM now. She's looking at building her systems and organizing her stuff. Uh, she's doing it right. Yeah. She's building it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very true. And then uh, you mentioned there was two people. Nick. You. Nick. 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 She's got one under control. Uh, under contract. Nice. To sell. Oh, that's so awesome. That's great. That's great. And then uh, and then the last thing I know from what I remember, I don't have an update on it, but I think we talked about last week is Adam Rouse has uh, property. Un- oh, I'm sorry. He has two under contract. That's right. As of Friday. That's right. As of Friday, he has two properties under contract. That's, if I recall that correctly, one is off to the EMD off to the attorneys to close and there's another one he has under contract i hope i have all those correct because you know there's a lot of stuff going on that's that's what this going. is a good problem to have it's hard for us to keep up with all the student deals yeah yeah <laughs> without having them you know written in front of you. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a true. good problem that's true uh, so that that's good news mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that is it is good stuff and then recently we've been talking a little bit about crms and staying organized um yep. and uh, I know there's, you know, that's probably one of the most hardest things sometimes uh, in this business. And I literally just did a video recording the other day about time management and staying organized with time because, you know, if you let time, well, time's the one thing we can never get back. But most another thing is that if we're not allocating that time well, uh, then when, when are we going to get stuff done, right? At the end of the day, that's really important. And I know uh, Sarah's really feeling the impact on that because, you know, she's got a lot of moving parts happening all at the same time. And she's wondering, where do I go? Where do I put my time in place here? Um, can we just touch on a little bit about your systems? Let's talk a little bit about systems for a few minutes about, you know, processes, maybe your best used tool that you like to use uh, in, in keeping things organized. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I... I, I do and, and is, you know, I, I like these, what I call snapshot spreadsheets that mm-hmm. help me keep organized with properties I'm selling, maybe properties that are under contract. It just gives me one place to go to and see everything in a snapshot where I don't have to go to the file and dig in it. I can see everything. So that's really, for me, that helps me because I like to see everything. Yeah. You know, I, I can't say enough about VAs and things. And right before this uh, before this uh, call today, I actually got a, a message from a, from a investor that, that was asking about, uh, you know, hey, I got this thing that's it's on a finance deal, and they, but they want a title search and stuff. Long story short, you know, the title company went like $300 to do a title search. Mm she hired somebody off Fiverr that's doing it for 15 bucks and they the 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 VA sent her examples of ones she did I said right you already own the property so you know the title is good you're just trying to get this other person to know that too mm. so you know share that it's costing you 15 bucks Who cares? right right or, or you know send, send that expense on mm-hmm. but um there there's a lot of things just even that, and I think about like, for example, this week, uh, being on vacation, I still have to touch my business. And for me, it's the first thing in the morning. When mm. I get up, let me deal with what I need to deal with that can't be put off. 
have a VA assistant that if it's something that needs to be handled this week, he can handle it. Things like that really help me. Obviously, I, I've taken a more hands-on approach to my business in the last six months. Mm. But, um, you know, just just delegating out to where you're not feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, and all that actually helps with organization. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I know that probably sounds crazy. But even when I sit down at my desk, it, before I left out of town, I actually organized my desk because it was mass chaos. Yeah. I remember from last week. Yeah. But I feel better. I feel like I get more stuff accomplished so true. by everything being organized. That's so true. You know, uh, speaking of being organized and what you said going about your day, Donald asked me this question last week. We were on a call together and he asked me this question. He's like, hey, can you tell me about your day? And I'll tell you what I said. And then you, you can respond and yeah. what you do. He's like, yeah, just can you map out your average typical day for me? I said, okay, well, I can right now. It's, uh, you know, my kids are not in school, so I'll give you my rundown. I wake up every morning around 6 a.m. Um, and I don't have an alarm. My, I'm just, it's programmed. I don't know why. But uh, I wake up about 6. I'm usually out of the house before 7. And I get to a location. I like to pick a new location every once in a while. It's kind of like I like to either meet new people, try new places, because I hate going to. I'm, I'm I hate trying the same thing over and over again uh, because I don't get to explore. It's kind of just like a whatever OC. I don't even know what to call it. Anyway, um, I'm addicted to you know new, finding out new things. So I go there and I read. And I get my updated stuff. I read a little bit about real estate news, like what's happening in the trends. Like for example, this morning, um, before we went whale watching, I was reading about the new SEC terms and what just came out. So that was my news for this morning and I just study. I just, once I get a topic, I'll just like read and go through stuff. Then after that, I will, uh, after that morning read session, and that's usually about 30, 45 minutes. Um, I will look at my task list. So I go to my Apple and I'm literally telling you the same thing I told him. I go to my uh, Apple tasks in my app, in my phone, uh, the reminders app actually. And I go in there and I just start looking at, okay, what's the most important thing? I'll reorganize things, boom, boom, boom. Look at that first. Um, then after that, what I do is because I basically have three time zones, right? You know, Uganda, Portugal, and United States. I actually work Uganda first. So what I'll do is I'll make sure everything's, how's everything going in Uganda? Cause they're four hours ahead of me. So I'll say, I'll contact my manager, right? And I'll say, hey, what's going on? What's happening? What's this, that, you know, give me the rundown. So note, and I told, I told Donald, I said, notice what I said, I contact my manager. I see what's going on, what, what you know, news does he have? What it's broken, what needs to be fixed? What can we get better on? After Uganda, I focus on Portugal because, you know, the United States is still sleeping. So I focus on the United States, uh, uh, Portugal. So I say, okay, who do I need to contact at the bank for that local property? Who do I need to this? What, who am I contacting? What needs to be done? Then for the United States, which is the last one. Uh, and then again, it's my, my assistant who's on the other side of the world. And I say, okay, what are we working on? What are we doing? Real estate partners. Um, currently working on a few properties there, talking to a few people over the, in the United States for um, uh, relocation and uh, trusts. So do things like that, phone calls, 
boom, that's pretty much my day. And then I told him, because my kids are not in school, I'm not leaving to go pick them up. But what I do try to do in the middle of the day, in between all that, what I try to do is I try to get away about three to four hours with my kids um, in the middle of the day. And I like to either go home, take them out for ice cream, go swimming for a few hours. I did this last week, like two or three times. I went for a swim and all that with my kids. Then I went back to the office. During the school session, that's a little different, um, but I'll have a whole new plan there. But anyway, I was telling Donald, like that's currently my pattern. And I think one of the most biggest takeaways I told him is like, listen, have, have either managers or virtual assistants in each of your businesses or wherever your locations and whatever you're doing, uh, because you know, you can't do everything yourself. So that was what I told him. So I'd ask you the same question, Mike. What is your average what day looks like? Wake up on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you, and you hit on one important thing that I do in my business, and that's talked about task. Organize your task, get your task, and put it down, either digitally, on paper, whatever. True. Um, don't use a legal pad. <laughs> I was going to say, I was ready to say, don't leave your legal pad in, in Miami. <laughs> So, but, but put everything down to where, yeah. because there's something about checking off something on a list when you get something done. I, I too get up kind of early, uh, maybe not quite as early as you, probably more around the seven-ish, but I work better. I function better in the morning. As, as the day goes, so true. my mind slips. I That's guess so it's true. getting old, I don't know. <laughs> so, I, you know, I focus on the hard thinking things first. Okay. I do look at my list. Um, I do work on the stuff East Coast wise because I'm on the East Coast. Yeah. And then, you know, if I have stuff on the West Coast or wherever, then I can work on it in the afternoon. Okay. But I try to get my hard things out of the way. So in the afternoon, I'm not really working. I'm working on different, maybe new projects, new mailer type things I'm looking at. Things like it's usually some newer type project thing, maybe a project or a business, a new business project thing that, that, you know, I may be working on with other folks or something like that. Mm. So that, I tell you one thing I have started doing here recently, and my son actually came in the other day and questioned me like he was my boss, like, <laughs> what are you doing? I I actually, because I, I know some people find it hard to believe because it seems like I'm at the beach a lot. I am a workaholic. <laughs> I do work, like, because it's not like work, Nathan. It, it's, to me, you know, even my, my wife and kids sometimes will come in the office because I do work from home and say, you know, are you going to be in the office all day or all night? Because I don't realize it. I lose quick track of time. Yeah. Because especially if I'm on a project. Right. So long story short, I've gotten where I, I like take a break for lunch. Like, yeah, maybe eating something at my house and watching TV or something. My son comes in. Just a break. Like you take a break and spend some time with the kids. That's the sweet thing about this business. It affords you that opportunity. Yeah. So I I do try to take that break. Then I'll go back in. My typical day is probably somewhere around 730 to 3 to work. And then, um, you know, I may have some coaching calls or something later on the day or or calls like this. But that's really my work day and when I'm fresh. That's, that's, that's what I do stuff. Yeah, that's a good point you bring up. I was, wanted to ask you a question. I, I also like uh, find I have the most energy during the day, the morning hours. But I wanted to ask you this. Do you have to like, because this is like a big issue for me. 
Uh, do you work like in sprints? Like, do you work like uh, an hour or two at a time, and then you got to like break off, or can you go for like hours at a time? I'm more productive if I work an hour or two and break off for a minute. Yeah. Um, and don't get drug out because my productivity, if I stay on it too long, seems to slow. Okay. Then if I even if it's a five minute break, it doesn't have to be some long break. Yeah. Just some sort of break. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what happened to your camera, but you're looking blue there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I think it may be the lighting. It's probably the lighting. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the lighting. Um, the uh, yeah, m myself included, man. I I cannot go for like five hours straight, three hours straight. Like after one hour, so I set my uh, my watch, my Apple Watch. Like after an hour. It usually tells me to stand up, like it's time to stand up, and, uh, and and I have to, and then I have to like walk around and like either have a phone conversation and come back to it. But yeah, I just I know some people who just like hammer it. Like there's this one young guy here. I mean he's he's a young guy, but man, he just goes. I, I'll see him sitting there for like four hours. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> do, do you need me to get you a coffee? Like he's just like super focused, and he'll take off his he'll take off his earbuds. And he's like. Oh, what time is it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, dude, you've been sitting there for like five hours straight. Like, it's, you got to walk around. <laughs> but one thing I am investing in, I just, I'm placing the order tomorrow, by the way, because I can't get a decent one here, a decent one that I like, is I'm getting a stand-up desk, the electronic ones. Let me know how you like. I want one of those. Yeah. Because there's like all kinds of a health benefits to it. Yeah. But. So yours is going to be one of those like you can raise lower. I'm going to send you the link because they okay they sell them here, but they are like 650 euros. I'm like what? Like you can get these for like half the price. Okay, so right. I found one today. I was actually the marketing. You know what's amazing? <laughs> it was a Facebook ad. I couldn't take my eye off it. Why? It had a girl standing facing a wall. And she was wearing a white t-shirt with her butt a little... Dude, I had to go back to the ad and say, how did I get to this, ad, this desk? <laughs> and I went back to the ad and it's just her in a still photo. And she's like looking back, but she's in a t-shirt working from home, a white t-shirt. I'm like, dang it, <laughs> these people. So I literally am buying it tomorrow. I just have to do the measurements and which, which size I want. Um, yeah. And it's literally 350 euros uh, with, uh, and that's including tax and everything. Um, shipping is like 60 euros. So anyway, or 50, 60 euros. So it's going to be around 400 euros, which is, you know, 200, 250 cheaper than what the ones they have here. And it's got the power buttons. It goes up and down. I will let you know once it comes in uh, how good it is because I like stand-up desks. I really do. It's it's a pain to sit down for so long. It is. Um, yeah, I, I've I've looked at those and I yeah. Let me know how you like it. I may pull the trigger too. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you even. I'll even send you the link uh, to this one. It's uh, it looks really good. It looks. It's got it's got over four thousand reviews. Uh, Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it's really good. Um, all right. So one other thing I was going to ask you about your day. It's now slipping my mind, um, but it was. I tell you something. I, yeah. While you're thinking of that, yeah. I'll tell you something. 
and this is important and i mm. and we I, I don't i know sometimes i don't spend enough time harping on it um and i told you right before we got on here second offers you oh, yeah. guys have to make sure that you're doing second offers mm. pencil in that time you don't need to do it daily it may be once a week that you look at what what offers have i sent out that i may need to send out a, you know a second offer or whatever do those things or you know if it's a unique property you need to go back and try to get under contract again things like that block off some time sometime in your week to look at those things you know, I, I was sitting on the beach today, and I and I tried not to check my email a lot down here, but I checked it, and there's this, you know, says parcel number under subject. I'm like, you know, you gotta give me more than that. I got to yeah, yeah. All the time. So I opened it up, and basically it was right before I left. I'd sent out some second offers, and it's hey, we I, we accept your offer. Uh, just wanted to let you know it's in the mail. My scanner was broke. Yada yada. Um, send a quick thing back appreciating it things like that I mean that's second offers it's so true I looked at my wife I said hey this may pay for this trip <laughs> <laughs> and, and people stress out about second offers sometimes they're easy the yeah. research is already done yeah and and I and I encourage everybody when you're doing the initial research in your notes whatever record system you're using write down what your highest and best is going to be so you don't have to go back and look at that bad yeah. property you don't want to offer twenty thousand a day and think well how high can i go if 25 is your highest and best then you ought to have it mine is simple it just says 25 h and b right I know what that means yeah um so de definitely do that that you can knock out you can almost double your offers that you're sending out a month by doing second offers as well yeah well, I think if you know also your highest and best before going into a negotiation, it actually helps you not to get too emotional and cross that line. You know, yep, you have exactly. to have you have to have your uh, not only contingencies, but you have to have your concessions uh, in the process. Like, hey, I want this. You give me that. For example, in that deal, <clears throat> in that deal, one of the things a concession before was the furniture. We were having an issue with the furniture because the prop, all the the whole project's coming with all the furniture in the whole building. And so we went back and forth about the furniture because he was valuing the furniture at 40,000 euros. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. no 40,000. I mean, I can, I can probably redo, I can buy everybody brand new furniture for like 25. So we had to go back and forth with, uh, with, with those little negotiating uh, uh, items. And, but, but know what your strike price is, know what that highest and best offer is going to be. So you have that confidence to work off that number. Uh, and that really helps. How would you communicate your second offers, Mike? What's your process? Is it like phone, fax, or email? You know? <laughs> so most of mine, and these were unique ones on, on this particular one, it was, was accepted. But most of the time, I, you know, depending on how much volume, I, I know some of my students, they really like to, you know, get on the phone with folks. And I, and I think there's a lot of good to that. You can build rapport and stuff like that. But remember, there's only one of you and only so many hours in the day. Sure. So as you scale your business, you have to back off of that. You're not on the phone a lot. So how I get my quote unquote phone time with people is on second offers. A lot of times I'll, I'll call them and say, hey, hey, Nathan, I sent you an offer, you know, several a month back or whatever time frame just checking with you to see if you got it and what your thoughts were on it 
I, I want to know if you're going to tell me to jump off a bridge, hang up on me, <laughs> or say, you know, yeah, I got it, but we just can't sell it that. Okay, great. So what you're telling me is you want to sell it. You're interested in selling it. Right. We just got to come to agreeable terms. Exactly. Um, so then I can start warming them up and having a conversation. Most of the time, I don't give an offer on the phone. Most of the time, okay. I'll say, okay, let me let me look at my numbers. And I've had them say, like if my highest and best is 25, I've had them come in and say, well, I'll take 23. Mm. I don't say, okay. Yeah. I, I, a lot of times I'll say, well, let me look at my numbers. Let me see. And let me send you something. I yeah. don't know if I... And me, being the investor in me, I'm going to come back at you and say, I know you want me at 23, but can we get more to 21? Yeah. Even though I know at 25 in school. Right, right, work at right. 25 is. But um, so so I'll do that. And then I'll email them out the offer and, uh, you know, tell them, call me if there's questions. And then we'll go from that on the second offer. Mm. Yeah. That's... Sometimes just having it in front of them to read it. True. Seems to work. Uh, it just adds a little bit more to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I did mine all in a text. I had to use yeah. yeah I had to use Google Translate, right? So I used Google Translate, wrote it in English, translated to Portuguese, and I sent it to the owner. Uh, uh, actually, the the trustee of the estate, actually. So um, sent it to him, and then he agreed. Uh, to it. Well, we, at first he didn't even respond to the 350. And I'll, two days go by, you know, I was like, oh, let me, let me see what's up. And he said, I'm not going to accept this ridiculously low offer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, well, give me another offer. I said, you tell yeah. me. He's like, um, no, I, yeah, I forgot. I could go back to my messages, but it went something like, what were you thinking? Like 370? And I was trying to get him in that ballpark around 370, C-test him there. And he said, we were thinking more like 380. And if you're willing to do 380, we can go for it. I said, let me call you yeah, back. Let, yeah, yeah, I said, let me call you later to see if what we can do. So I let an hour go by, called him up, and I said, hey, man, let's do it for 380. So, yeah, yeah, text, email. But the second offers, just the fact of doing them, I'm not saying, hey, one surefire way is going to make it happen. It doesn't always have to be via email or text or phone. But just make sure you're doing your second offers. I think that's really helpful. Exactly. Yeah. And maintain control of the deal. You know, I, I, I get questions, some people and, and the sellers say, well, no, you're going to do this and you're going to do this. My property's worth that. You know, you can kindly remind them that there ain't nobody else trying to beat down your door and buy your property. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm here. Maintain that control. And, and sometimes that means standing up and saying, no, we don't close that soon. We don't close in two months. Exactly. Our company standard is this, and this is for the reason that we do multiple deals or in COVID and whatever else you want to throw at them. Yeah. But maintain control of the deal because when you lose control of it, it's very difficult to get back. That's a good point about control. You mentioned about you know maybe length of contract, two months or whatever. Going back to that deal, this guy wanted to close um, with no inspection period and to close quickly. Yeah. And now listen, I already, I already walked the property last year, 2019, okay, prior right. to the first offer of the 400000 So I already knew there was nothing serious going on. Um, but he wanted again to negotiate that, no, no, no uh, inspection, no contingencies, anything like that. And I'm like, no, again, 
it's gonna be inspection. Again, I'm gonna have a contractor walk that property this time um, and, uh, and and go with go with me through the property. So he was like, oh, okay, 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 you know. But you have to, you have to remain strong. You have to, otherwise they'll take advantage, you know. They will, yeah. they will. Stay in control, and same way with buyers as well. Sometimes buyers will try to do that on you. Mm -hmm. So uh, definitely maintain control, but you know, the. The biggest takeaway is do those second offers. They're, they're quick and easy to do. Um, and like I say, I, I usually block off. Um, sometimes even if I work on a Saturday, I may block off from like 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. just to call back second offers. Because yeah. a lot of times you can catch people during that time and, and do it. But, but here's the key thing. If I call you, let's say I call you on Monday. Let's say I block it off on Monday or Saturday. I'll have you I'll give you a number to call me back but that Friday that following Friday if I haven't heard from you I'm still sending you the second offer yeah regardless you'll you'll get it um, mm -hmm. I'm just hoping to get a conversation so we can you know shore something up before then yeah true true what do you do what do you do in like more I don't know they say oh we're talking to other buyers you know if that pressure is on any any tips there like what if they're they're talking about they have other buyers Okay, have, have they have they sent you a contract to sign? <laughs> you know, I, I had one student said that they dealt with somebody that said that, oh, well, I just had somebody offer me 65, and I think we were offering 35 or 40. Okay, you should have took that 65. Exactly. Why didn't you take it? Ask them, because a lot of times they may be BSing you. That's true. It may not be. And just stand firm on what you believe. If there's somebody out there that's going to offer more, that's good for for the seller and, and you know i i encourage them to say if you've got a stronger offer than i have this is the best i can do i encourage you to take it but if not we're a ready willing company to ready to move forward yeah yeah that's that's very true yeah because if you don't take if you don't take that stand and you don't have a little bit more surety or confidence in the voice you know they can hear that people can pick that up in in tonality especially in audio if you're calling somebody you have to you have to be strong otherwise uh, that buyer needs you more than you need that buyer that's a great way to look at it yeah your buyer needs you more than you need your buyer and sometimes a lot can change in a little bit amount of time you'd be surprised yeah. you know sometimes it's uh, health issues sometimes it's tax issues financial problems uh, right now we're seeing a lot of financial problems right there's a lot of people yeah. who are going through you know really unique times so people are you know letting go a little bit easier right now and you as long as you remain firm and you you know what you have you'll probably you'll be in a better position it'll make you a better investor i tell another option or another hurdle or that that we come in contact with a lot of times is well my property's listed with a realtor or i'm gonna list it for a mm. realtor for retail okay um what i do is i'll, I'll put on my calendar call them back in three months and I'll put some notes on it and I'll yeah. call and say, Hey Nathan, I know you listed your property about three months with a realtor. What did he get for that property for you? Mm -hmm. I know, you know, I'm not going to call if he did sell it, yeah. but if he didn't sell it, I know that when I call and that's going to force you to tell me, well, my realtor couldn't perform. Yeah, exactly. Well, here I am again. Yeah, Ready that's so true. <laughs> no, and it's so true. It's funny you mentioned about, you know, maybe a realtor not performing. It reminds me, I have this contract right now. So it was a six-month contract with this agent that was supposed to sell this property. 
the contract has expired. I knew it's expired. It expired last month. And I've been messaging her. I've been saying, hey, I, like we need to chat. The contract has expired. I want to confirm it's expired, right? Nothing. Nothing. Doesn't even chat me back. And But, but when she was trying to get the listing, she wouldn't leave me alone. She would not leave <laughs> me alone. She'd call me, call me, call me, call me. Now... I'm getting I need, I, exactly, <laughs> and I need that written confirmation here in Portugal. There's a process; you need a written confirmation. Can't even get a hold of her. She doesn't want to message me back. I was like, really, really? That's too funny. Yeah, yeah. So it's true though. But sometimes agents don't perform, and nothing happens, and then they come back to you, right? They come back to yeah. uh, to to the the new offer on the table. That's very it's yep. very true. Happens all the time. Good, good, good. All right, Mike. Uh, I think that's about it. I don't. Uh, we didn't have any many questions today, but that's okay. We got a lot of success, and we covered our basis of uh, organizing our lives, and keeping it systemized. And I know we're going to have some future future conversations about CRMs. It's one of the biggest things that yep. you know comes up in our uh, in our pipeline. We got a few new things that we're testing out. So, yeah. Other than that, any uh, any final words from the beach, sir? Um, just, uh, you know, just keep in your business, do something in your business. If you want to take some days off, that's fine, but make sure, you know, your business is taken care of. And there's some days that I don't want to work a lot in my business. I may go in and check emails and that's it. And I may go play golf or whatever you're, I want to do. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, but my, my wife, it's funny. I tell you, I say, you know, I work really hard to get where I am. Yeah. And this is one of the benefits of doing that. You know, she's she's big about it because I spend more time at the beach than she does. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I, I'm jealous I would do the same thing, you know, if I could do it in, in, in my business. So, um, you know, you got to enjoy life. I mean, that's the bottom line. Enjoy your life. You, you so know, true. You're here for a, a certain amount of time. That's so true. Enjoy it. That's so true. Yeah, put in when you're working, put in the most time you can, get the most out of it, and then enjoy the rest of it for sure. That's true. Bye. Good stuff, man. All right, wealth of knowledge coming over from Miami. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, enjoy yourself uh, and your rest of the time at the beach, and we'll be talking to you soon, and we'll see you next week. See you guys. All right, see you. REI Conversion is a complete system to help you simplify your land investing business. With our core land management and CRM tool called REI Pebble, it streamlines the entire process of land investing. From automated printing and mailing of your offer letters, to easy document generations for contracts, to purchase agreements, all the way to tracking and managing your properties, buyer, and seller leads. REI Pebble helps you and your team save time, automate, and organize, allowing you to run your land investing business from anywhere and giving your land business the tools and system the chance to scale and grow. Get an exclusive extended free 30-day access into REI Pebble today. Take advantage of our low bulk mailing rates with no commitments by going to www.fearlessmillionaire.com pebble. When will you stop? When will you stop thinking and waiting? When will you just start doing? How do you stop procrastination? Find something that matters more than your excuses. Think about the thing that you are always procrastinating on. Now think about someone that you love and a gun being held to their head. 
and to save them. All you have to do is the one thing that you have been procrastinating on. I bet you are not procrastinating anymore. If you have a strong enough reason to get it done, you will get it done. Don't be fooled by the product pushers who are only in business to sell you the next best thing in a box. Don't be fooled anymore. You go see them work their magic on a stage, selling you their new best thing that it's all the rage. Don't believe the lies of quick success that you can make a bunch of money in 30 days or less. Don't believe that without them, you will never make it and be like the rest. It's time to stop believing in them and start believing that you are the best. I believe in you. Do you believe in you? Believe in yourself. Stop only thinking about making offers. Stop watching late night webinars and prepare your offers. If you are not making offers, you are not making money. You have to do what most people don't want to do. Face what they don't want to face. Find that reason. Live for that reason. Do not stop until you get what you want. You know why you're doing this. You can't let anyone stop you from doing this. The storm can come into your life faster than you expect. Are you ready for it? Will you go into the storm of business or will you sit in your comfy chair at home where it's safe? If you are not emotionally strong, if you don't have a big reason why, then you won't defeat the storm. You must not give up. You can't give up. You only have one life, so live it. Enough is enough. It's time to set your school. Enough is enough. It's time to take what's rightfully yours. Enough is enough. Your time is now. It's time for action from the inside out. Live fearless.